Hey, everybody. Welcome to 90 Day Fiance Cray Cray. I'm Kim. And I'm Kyle. And I'm here to defend men today. Oh, my God. I'm here to give some really terrible advice to my friend and also misuse the word mansplain several times in a minute. Yeah. And I'm going to double down on all of my terrible, terrible advice in front of an entire room of people that (laughs) hate, hate Bilal that are still telling you that you're an idiot person. I know. Dude, I mean, could Ed be any more? <laughs> I, I don't even know the right words. I, just, his takes are so bad. And everybody keeps saying, we know you're a good person, Ed. But and I'm like, do we? Do, no, that, are, the, <laughs> what? The, the, the teased Angela Ed showdown was so oh. disappointing. I was so disappointing. Like, Angela, I mean, can you do this one thing for us? God, you were supposed to be the chosen one that would finally (laughs) strangle him if if that's possible to do with that neck. Oh, my God. I mean, look. (sighs) (laughs) A lot of sight. Like, Like, this is where we're at, guys. We I watched this shit three times. What? I could, Jesus I, Christ! I couldn't sleep, so I was up at like 2 a.m. watching this freaking tell-all. Oh, wow! And and I could, and then of course I watched it, and then I definitely couldn't sleep. And so, Kim, I'm just, I'm sending you like a massage gift card or something because, <laughs> G, or or I'm gonna just mail you some Xanax because Jesus, I, that's Christ. probably what I need. I mean, I just like I was digging so hard. I was like, we've got to find something to talk about. Like, we've got to fill up the time in the podcast, and there just isn't a ton here. I will say the one thing. Like, I did laugh a lot. There are some really funny parts. Like, we're at guys. We are at the point of the season the where we have point. to listen to Bilal talk about edging for yeah. ten minutes. Yep. Yep. That's we get to hear about are. Bilal, the quality and quantity of Bilal's sper- semen. Not not sperm, but the actual s- seminal fluid discharge of Bilal. That's where we're at, guys. <laughs> and the, <laughs> and That's where the we're lake, at. We have to have Bilal reassure us that he can go all night. Every lady's dream. To be Thanks. pumped and rammed for twelve straight, straight hours. Yes, yeah, that is what we really want and desire. Especially, especially thirty-eight year old. Oh you my know, god! I heard. Imagine. I hear they're really. I heard they're really into that. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, I mean, I'm glad that that was in there because it was like so cringy and like dumb. So oh. it gives us something to talk about. It really like reviewing all Tanya, the us and can stuff. You, can you imagine? Can you imagine Tanya watching that and just screaming at the herb guy? <laughs> I went to herb school. You clearly didn't get your certificate for herbs. Well, this is like so bananas because. She go, Shida goes in there. She's like, I just want some tea to fer- fertility. Anything you have. He's like, here's yeah, some cool. tea. Remove, remove How's the your... toxins from the skin. I'm like, what? What uh, yeah. does that have to do fertility? Yeah. Why, here's some blood toxin tea. By the way, how's your cock and balls, Bilal? <laughs> I knew, I knew that you guys came in here for her. But let's talk about your your sack. And your prostate for 20 minutes as if that has anything to do with fertility. 
Jesus Christ. Of course, and then, Andre. Yeah, I'm so happy that we know that Bilal didn't masturbate for 10 fucking years. Oh That's great. God. That's awesome. Love that. Of course, Andre is the only person familiar with edging and of this course. cast. Yeah. Sean yeah. Robinson definitely also knows, but she always plays prude. Oh, yeah. She oh, knows. Oh, Lord. Oh, What's does that? Does anyone? Ooh. Well, we're not going to deal with this today, so let's move on. I like Sean Robinson. You absolutely know what that is. And seriously, please stop with the prude, the fake prude act. Um, Ed trying to give Andre advice was like about Charlie. <laughs> I I really appreciated how he look. He's he's clear. Look, I I really don't think the most fake and scripted thing about this tell all. Which I don't. I feel like on balance hasn't been as fake as I would have expected. To be perfectly honest, the most fake thing by far is this Jovi Andre feud. Yes, and you it's know so that bad. it's not real because Jovi keeps bringing it up, and it just is unprompted. It just doesn't feel. It doesn't pass the smell test. And more, you can, look. You can see when Andre hates somebody. <laughs> How he responds because he's actually willing to listen to Jovi, a white man, but another white man, Ed, he Ed opens his mouth for a half second, like, shut the fuck up. I don't want to listen to you. So that's what Andre does when he hates somebody. He does not hate Jovi. This is totally fake rivalry here. It's so cringe at that end of the bar scene when they bring they're like, oh, yeah, there was some tension last night between the two of (sighs) us. Like, guys, please, we're not that dumb. This is not interesting. Guys don't talk like that. And they're and they're they're guys. These these are not like some enlightened, woke individuals that are going to talk about their feelings (laughs) in public. Okay. Also, you know, we got to about 10 minutes before the end of this episode, and I was baffled that Angela hadn't screamed or yelled or even really talked that much. And Michael, I forgot, was even there. I mean, they they flashed to Michael about 10 minutes from the end. I'm like, Michael's been here this whole time? We have literally not seen nor heard a word from him. But of course, the very end, we've got to make it all about Angela who's angry at Michael for being in the same hotel as us men, which makes total sense. Because that's his choice. That's his choice, you know? Yeah, he requested that, I heard. Oh, my God. And we're back to saying Usman. Like, now Sean Robbins is saying Usman and not us men. (laughs) What, what, What can we choose a path and just stick with it, even if it's wrong? Like, I just... I'm calling him Soja Boy because at this point, I don't know what his name is. Oh, there's just so it really was just a reminder. Like when we got the the five minutes previously on and all of the recaps of Usman with Faradit and there was a lot of (laughs) recapping um, this episode. I it reminded me like Usman was carrying this season on his fucking back for like 10 episodes. I mean, uh, it was so goddamn entertaining. The, the most entertaining part of this tell all episode was watching Kim's downward descent into madness as she was watching the Faradit recap. <laughs> that <laughs> and, was great. And 
you know, it was kind of remarkable. Like she handled it very well. She did until uh, until he asked for her phone number. That was the line, Kim. <laughs> that was the line. It wasn't the fucking the the concept of him marrying her too and banging her all the time and having four kids with her. That nope, I'm stone faced for that. Asking for the phone number that was a bridge too far. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I might marry this person and have four kids with her, but I shouldn't have her phone number. That's just too weird. Oh man! I mean, but thank. I'd Good like stuff. to give a a formal a formal uh, you know gratitude to to Usman. Thank you, <laughs> thank you for providing us one or two or three things to talk about for the last six months of this podcast because yeah, you really did did the heavy lifting here buddy you really 20, did 21 episodes of HEA oh Kim my God. 21 that's Usman what everyone Usman, we don't everyone's know. been asking for it for so long we need <laughs> longer HEA seasons everyone says that and I, it's it's remarkable that it took TLC this long to listen you know I don't understand. It's so cheap to produce an episode of Toe or Before the 90. We will take Caribbean Love as the main show, 90 Day UK. Like, there's so many options. And and everyone is complaining about this. It just, it's wild. I know viewership is way down. I'm surprised their sponsors haven't <laughs> pulled out. So, anyway. I don't know. Uh, I, I, I feel like... Um... The other way, season five, we're going to have Chris flying to the UK to get with Utrus. They're going to have a, they're going to have the like most cataclysmic hate fuck of all time and cause volcanoes in Iceland to erupt. Yeah, that I'm, I would be here for that. Honestly, I, after this season of HEA, that would be a welcome storyline. Hey, if, if Jamal. If Jamal might be on single life, then we can mm. have Chris and Utris banging on, you know, they're going to go to Marbella and have Beyond Love and Paradise or some shit. <laughs> Marbella? No cops before mobs. <laughs> so my husband and I recently downloaded an app called Paired, where we take these cute little quizzes, but we can't see each other's answers until we've answered the quizzes ourselves. So today the question was, what do you remember about the first time you met? And it was so funny to see how different our first impressions were and how we actually remember the experience. We've been joking about it all week and it's really brought us closer together. The app is called Paired, like paired like a pair of jeans. And it's a relationship app for couples. It's simple and often hilarious. And you get a daily question to answer and you cannot see your partner's answer until you answer yourself. Yesterday, my husband and I did childhood memories, and I learned a lot of weird stories about his childhood, uh, and it was really fun and hilarious. Whether you're just a few dates in or have been together for a long time, it's time to lighten the mood and have fun with your partner by using Paired. Head to Paired.com slash CrayCray to get a seven-day free trial and 25% off if you sign up for a subscription. Just head to P-A-I-R-E-D.com slash CrayCray to sign up today. Connect with your partner every day using Paired. A happier relationship starts here. 
This show is brought to you by BetterHelp. It's a new year, and we all want to be our best self this year. Because when you're at your best, you can do great things. But sometimes, life gets you bogged down, and you may feel overwhelmed, or like you're not showing up in the way that you want to. And that can feel really frustrating for a lot of us. Working with a therapist can help you get closer to the best version of yourself. When you feel empowered, you'll be more prepared to take on everything life throws at you. My experience with therapy has been that when I know I have specifically allotted time to talk through my worries, my frustrations, and my negative feelings, that I can focus better on what I need to get done during my day. It's empowered me to be the best version of myself. If you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, flexible, affordable, and entirely online. That's right, no snow days, no traffic. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. If you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com slash cray today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash cray cray. Betterhelp.com slash cray cray. And thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Kyle, where do you want to start? Um, you want to do like a play-by-play recap starting at the bar? Yeah, let's talk about literally everything that happened. I mean, we don't really have much of a choice. <laughs> You know, and the the obviously the biggest disappointment of this entire episode was Angela not um, beating Ed with a mimosa glass. Um, <laughs> but you know, to be honest, I wonder if it was more effective for Angela to do what she did because, like, um, for okay, so Kim, if Angela physically assaulted me, I would not think twice about whatever behavior prompted that i would feel like i was probably right but if angela deem told me that she was disappointed in me i do feel like (laughs) i would have to reevaluate my entire life being told that being told by angela that she's disappointed in you is just a new level of low it might be more effective than her actually having like physically assaulted ed as as you're trying the point you're trying to make Maybe we saw a glimpse into uh, intelligent Angela there because, (laughs) I mean, not obviously not that it changed Ed. You're not going to change Ed, but uh, it's it was a bummer as a viewer. But thinking about it now, like it might have been the the most brilliant play. (laughs) Yeah, it just so it didn't. I mean, Angela tries to play therapist for a few minutes saying, well, yeah, would you I mean, like for your dad to treat your mom like that? I can't accept what you did. And Ed immediately goes into, uh, yeah, like not deep. He's not defensive. Woe is he me. just like rolls woe over. Is me. Yeah. yeah. I just, I love her, but I just don't know how to be in a relationship. And Angela actually has a good comeback here. She says, then don't. If you, then don't. <laughs> like, then leave yeah. her alone. If you really love her and the only way you know how to treat her is like shit, leave her the fuck alone. I know. And, and, you know, I guess I, I shouldn't be defending Angela here much because she does go on to say, and you're a good guy. So uh, she's I know. That's where she lost sh- me again. She's fucking full of shit. I know you're a good guy, Ed. I'm like, you do? Really? That says way more about you than him. Nobody thinks that. 
Andre and Joby are like, uh, because uh, they're they're also in the room. And jo- Joby is like, I, not even Bilal would do that. <laughs> <laughs> Bilal is sitting there coaching Ed how to admit fault. Like he's like, instead of trying to feel and should now Ed Ed instead of trying to understand why Liz is actually upset, all you say is, "I'm wrong. You're right." I understand why you're feeling the way you do. I'm like, he is just coaching you on what to say. Yeah, he's not he's, actually coaching you on how to be better. He, he's literally telling him how to be a better manipulator right mm-hmm. on camera. Yeah. <laughs> you know, buy her a onesie, Ed. That'll work. <laughs> yeah, it is. I'm like, wow, people just coming in with the advice. Maybe you should go back to your therapist, Ed. Oh, goodness. Um, So Angela never even raises her voice at Ed. Nope. Nope. Meanwhile, at the girls' table, they are not nearly drunk or sloppy enough. No. What are they doing? I wanted to see Jenny. I want to see Jenny absolutely shit-faced and start clucking on camera. <laughs> I would love that. Liz, you, this, just, you, Liz, you deserve so much better. I can't believe the way he talks to you, Liz. Submit would never talk to me like that. It <laughs> again, like I know we said it in the beginning of this podcast, but Jenny emerges as the most level-headed person in this group. Like even Yara, who has her like I'm a badass girl, like girl boss attitude, is. Like not always super level headed, but Jenny is. I'm I'm shook. <laughs> Liz, oh, Kim, Kim, Liz, Kim, man, Kim. Uh, well, Kim manages to make it about her within three seconds oh of this God. conversation. <laughs> There's a side that you don't see, like like when me and Usman are fucking at six a.m. and I'm like, people don't see this. They don't see it. I'm like, heaven forbid. You expect your significant other to be nice to you in private and also in public. Whoa, shocking. <laughs> rev- that, we could never find a person like that. There's a side you haven't seen. You mean someone, the side where he's not an asshole? Is that what you mean? Yeah. And like the side where he's seconds? not just getting phone numbers of chicks that he's going to impregnate? That, that, the other side of that? <sighs> Liz also says during this girl talk table that she was happy to hear Rose say that Ed was also so shitty to her. I'm like, why would you be happy to hear that? It, right. Also, and why is that a shock? The season? We yeah, all knew wh- that. That yeah, should not be new information. Why would it's you think that Rose... Exactly. And why the fuck would she think that Rose and Ed were on like good terms? That it w- It's weird that they're talking at all. Because yeah. of the way that he tre- he fucked her and then treated her after that. Well, before that, too. But Jesus. Horrible. Yeah. I mean, <sighs> Kimberly is still somehow on this on this train of, I'm going to de- defend Usman Usman no matter what they say. She says she's going to be like a Tasmanian devil. And it's just weird to me why she is so defensive of him like you guys broke up yeah you're friends but this is weird i think deep down she knows that 
Yuzman is scamming her or, yeah. and that this was all fake. And it is a direct attack on her ego to come after him because by proxy, it's an attack on your stupidity. Yeah. Yara, Yara and Shida talk a little bit about Angela and the coroner. Did we see like this scene that they show where Angela is in Yara, like physically in Yara's face for se- it looked like a few minutes. Did we see that last week? Yeah. But we didn't see the extent of it, did we? Yeah, it was really long. I think you just tuned it out because it was just a yelling match that was pointless. Yeah. Yeah. Would you sit there, if you're white, if you're Joby in that situation, what do you do? I don't feel like my husband would sit next to me with this, like, cigarette breath lady, like, with her mouth hole, like, two centimeters from my face. No, I would have probably had to i I probably would have felt like i would have needed to physically get between my wife and that lady because just because i know my wife and she would first of all she would expect me to you know she, she she's just not confrontational like that yeah um and i just know that she would wither a bit and would want me to take care of business and it wouldn't it wouldn't be mansplaining to her kim <laughs> oh my god but but someone i saw someone on reddit mentioned like they showed this scene and it was clearly edited or or reshot perhaps because someone mentioned that they saw another scene maybe it was on a commercial or a preview or something so someone swears that in another take of this Jovi does say some things and try to defend Yara a little bit but I don't know they edited it to make it him seem like he's just sitting there now to be fair to him I do think that Yara can handle herself yeah and if I was Jovi you know they this is kind of like the Gerline and Shreyas conversation on Love Without Borders if you know someone expects you to stand up for them and do it, but if you know someone is an independent woman who can handle things herself, oh my god, then you know, let her deal with it until it becomes like out of control. I'm an independent woman, but I want somebody to intervene on my behalf if Angela ever gets <laughs> Angela, in Angela would break you in half, Kim. I would be terrified. And I would just be like like frozen. Like I wouldn't know what to right. do. Yeah. Uh, then we have this fake. Ed, Ed tries to give Andre advice about dealing with <laughs> Libby's family. And you can see Andre start to get really pissed and start to yell. And then he like catches himself because he clearly hasn't had any drinks. And he's yeah, like, no, they're uh, I'm just going to let that go. They're totally fucking sober. There's, there's no one even remotely wasted at this. No, I was, I was sucked. told there would be drunken horrible behavior instead even fucking angela is sort of reasonable i know this is not what i signed up for with no limits this is not no limits unhinged super this is not (laughs) no limits there were clearly limits on alcohol intake 
Uh, there were like also it seems like personally in for, like imposed limits. Uh, Andre definitely intentionally was staying away from alcohol, probably because people were saying that he was an alcoholic like Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, don't worry, because Andre he squared it up with Becky in that thirty second conversation backstage. Yeah, they're good now. You know? It's fine. I'm Everything's like, did fine. Did you work it out? It's fine. Like, did you? So this is like 10 minutes of content in total, and then people go to bed. I feel like we got more recap than we got bar footage. Yeah. Thanks, And And uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, the next episode, do they, they don't go out again, do they? I don't remember from the preview, it, like, if they go get wasted tell. again. There's, there's like a lot of like people talking on the curb outside the studio. There's Jovi and Ed in a like one of those um whatever they are Tahoe's or Yukons, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they're talking. So I don't know if they're going back to the hotel together in pairs or if there's another after party at the hotel. We see Kimberly talking to Angela in her hotel room. Right. Which looks so small they have to film from above. Like, get them a suite if you're going to film in there. <laughs> it's the same hotel, by the way, that they always stay at. Because I remember pictures in a similar hotel room of, like, Tania, Sinjin, and whoever else was in their season. Well, also, didn't wasn't that the same hotel where Jay gave, yes. some, like, Asuelu a tattoo? A tattoo? <laughs> yeah. Yes, absolutely is. Yep. Did you know that the best tasting honey on the planet comes from New Zealand? In the remote and magical forests of this small island, bees feed on the highly active nectar of the Manuka tea tree and make a super honey that's unlike anything you've ever seen or tasted before. Manukora has absolutely mastered the creamy texture of this honey through their ethical beekeeping practices that keep it 100% raw. You're probably like, okay, it's just like honey. What's the big deal? This honey is different. It's a super honey because of its unique antioxidants and prebiotics, as well as a natural antibacterial compound called MGO that only comes from the nectar of this specific tea tree. It contains nutrients that support optimal immune and digestive health. You can read a lot more about that on Menacor's website. Look, I read that people eat this honey straight from the spoon, and I'm like, there's no way I'm going to do that. There's no way it's that good until my Menacora honey arrived and I did just that. Now, I eat it first thing in the morning from the spoon and my tummy feels great. And I also eat it right before I go to bed from the spoon. If straight from the spoon isn't your thing, that's fine. You can do all the normal honey things like add it to your tea or coffee, smother your pancakes in it, etc. The creamy caramel texture just melts in your mouth. It really is unlike anything that I've ever tried. In the squeeze bottle format is a game changer for me. I know this sounds silly, but it is the least messy honey I've ever used. I don't understand why all honey doesn't come in this squeeze bottle. And you also don't waste any honey because of it. 
Manicora's Super Honey is available in a range of easy-to-use formats, including squeeze bottles and compostable honey stick packs, so you can eat it straight or add it to your favorite food or beverage. If you head to manicora.com slash cray-cray, you'll automatically get a free pack of honey sticks with your order. That's a $15 value. That's M-A-N-U-K-O-R-A dot com slash cray-cray to get a free pack of honey sticks with your Manukora order. It's called Honey with Superpowers for good reason. So get on it and try this delicious creamy caramel honey and you won't look back. That's manukora.com slash cray-cray. Ah, it's the new year and Kyle and I have both made resolutions and we're sending some super weird text messages to each other of... of dirt from our new electric composters. Haha, <laughs> you thought I was going to say Gino without his hat or Natalie and Mike and Wood, didn't you? I've always wanted to get into composting, but it seems so complicated. I didn't want to have to order worms from the internet or have some smelly box thing in my backyard that my neighbors would call the HOA board about. I mean, it gets really, really hot here sometimes, you guys. So uh, having like a rotting trash pile in my backyard is not really an option for me. So I started composting the easy way. I got a Lomi. I swear to you, Lomi literally makes composting accessible to anyone. It's about the size of a crock pot. It's electric and it runs very quietly and it sits on my countertop. I mean, really, yours can sit anywhere that you can fit a crock top sized appliance and it does not smell. I promise you, I am super sensitive to smell and my husband is like a super duper clean freak and he loves this thing. Lomi turns my food scraps into dirt with the push of a button in under four hours. Kyle and I are constantly texting each other pictures of the dirt that our Lomi is making. It's really weird. We still can't quite believe it. I mean, I've been using this thing for about a month and I still don't understand how I put food and then press a button and then I have dirt. I have been filling up all of my flower beds with my loamy dirt and my houseplants are super happy to. And I've been taking out the trash about 25% less since I started using it. If you want to start making a positive environmental impact or just make cleanup after dinner that much easier, Lomi is perfect for you. Head to Lomi.com slash CrayCray and use the promo code CrayCray to get $50 off your Lomi. That's $50 off when you head to L-O-M-I.com slash CrayCray and use promo code CrayCray at checkout. Food waste is gross. Let Lomi save you a cold trip out to the garbage can. So, first question, guys. What happened last night, you crazy people? What happened? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. Well, Kimbali and Usman or, or Usman or Usman are still best friends. They talk every day and kim really really wants you to know that she broke up with him this i so important jamal (laughs) is a thousand percent correct when he says that usman has asked her 
basically, or guilted her into, first off, he guilt tripped her into breaking up with him because he didn't want to look like the bad guy. But I promise you, Usman had a conversation with Kimberly, which is like, make sure you tell everybody in the tell all that you broke up with me because I don't want them to villainize me. And Kimberly's made it clear she's going to defend Usman under any circumstances. So yeah, it's so cringe. So it'd be like if I ran into the middle of traffic waving my dick or waving my dick around and then i like took a shit on the freeway and <laughs> and my wife broke up with me it was like so, oh she broke up with me oh man I, i'm clearly not the bad guy here nope, she broke up with fault. me yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean he ke- i was laughing when what did he keep yelling usman keeps yelling but she is the one that cannot give me child she can't give child yeah, like, dude, did you think when you started dating her that she could give you a child? She's in her 50s, and her son is, like, 22. So He keeps, he keeps like yelling 26. that as if – he keeps screaming that as if it justifies all his behavior. <laughs> yeah, it's wild. And, you know, Kimberly understands she can't give him what he wants. She has to let him go. M- much like Patrick – fingered Bilal as a scammer or like a manipulator and a salesman instantly. I was like, who is fingering somebody? Go ahead. Ed Ed as a fellow piece of shit recognizes the truth here. And yeah. I think Ed is absolutely right. The elephant in the room is that and of course they can't say the whole meta be on TV part. But the truth is he's only here because he gets to be on TV to promote his Soldier Boy music and persona. That's it. That this is this is about his local reputation and making money on music. And everyone here, especially TLC, is complicit in it. Yeah. I'm here it, for it, it was, because he's actually fucking funny. Me but, too. Yeah. It was the only true thing that Ed said in these three parts of Tell All that Usman's here to promote. He's an opportunist. And I think opportunist is different than scammer. You know what I mean? Because Usman's so offended. I'm not a scammer. I hate it when Americans call Nigerians scammers. It's like, yeah, that's fair. But you are an opportunist. And come on, Usman. You've never been here to marry Kimberly. This is is not the debate to me. And it's not that interesting what is more interesting is Kim Bali's understanding and culpability in it. Mm-hmm. Everyone agrees that he's at minimum an opportunist. But yeah. did Kim Bali go into that with clarity or was she really duped? Yeah. I, and she's oh, never going to she's never going to admit that she was. No. She must know. I the funniest thing was when Kimberly says, like, she can't give Usman what she wants, so she has to let him go. Jenny's reaction is, wow, she's really caring. I would never do that. I'm like, clearly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, we get Jamal, and we know Jamal is loving this. Like, he's trying to definitely capitalize on this fame outside of this show. He's got a new podcast. He's trying to, you know, segue into entertainment. I 
do like when I, you know, Jamal's done some really annoying things on like Instagram and stuff, just like really trying to capitalize on this little bit of clout that he has. But I will say his performance in this tell all, I remembered why he's so likable. He is just a likable guy when he's he not good trying job. so hard. He had some kind of canned disses, which, you know, were good. He he explained, I think, pretty clearly what Usman did to his mom. Yeah. And um, he made it about him. He didn't make it about Kim Bali being dumb. He yeah. made it about him being a dick. And, you know, you you broke her down and you used her to stay relevant. And you you played her, which all all things that are that are true. But again, it's. I just feel like she knew she knew what she was doing. Maybe she fell more in love with him than she expected to. But the the initial motivation for this was she only knew that this guy existed because of 90 Day Fiance. Let's not forget, like she saw him on before the 90 days and thought, me too. You know? Yeah. That takes a special kind of person to be thinking She's, that they want to relive the experience of Lisa Ham. Dude, he sl- she slid into his DMs after he married baby girl lisa Uh, that i mean what else do you need to know about where her head is at that's so bad so bad (sighs) so uh this guy was he was banging lisa four toes who is her entire (laughs) personality like her entire personality is marlboro cigarettes and yeah, I want to be with someone that totally loved BGL. Okay. Yeah. Jesus. I still can't believe he married her. That is a little nuts. I wonder if it was even like a legal marriage. I wonder if he's divorced. They never really talk about it. He never really refers to himself or talks about himself as like a divor- a divorced man in Nigeria. It makes me a little skeptical. Usman left me on the side of the road and I had to walk so much that my toe got infected. I must have I must have stepped in Barney the goat's shit. <laughs> Lisa. God, I'm rest so glad p- she's gone. Rest in peace, Barney the goat. Yeah. Oh. Jamal uses the words he psycho guilt tripped her, and I really wanna gonna pick that one up. <laughs> Um, what else? I mean, we had sex, you guys. Oh, this was the we had sex. How could you have sex with someone you don't love? So Jamal is like, what? uh, Do you want me to teach you? I do it all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Have you you seen this chick, Veronica? (laughs) Yeah, she is Um, hot, but I don't really love her. So finally, Sean Robinson gets involved and she she had one other good diss or or like line of questioning last week and she only has one this week which is essentially okay so how would that work with the second wife you told kimberly that you would only love her but you'd have to love you know your baby machine and he he just says I would definitely love her, and everyone just cracks up. Kim Kim yeah. is Kim Bali is not happy about that. That was not no. what I was told. 
That nope. is not the deal. I was told this woman was going to be kept in a basement yeah. and yeah. tracking her ovulation. She'd be pumped into three times, three thrusts per ovulation. Yeah. And, then I, and then he would get visitation with her and the child one day a month. That's she's, what I she's was gonna, told. She's going to live in a bunker and the only people that are allowed to see her are me and my herbalist that's going to make sure that I'm edging correctly and that my blood is detoxified. Okay? Oh, my God. Um, it's great stuff. I The Faradeep meeting, I know that like this is recap and recaps are annoying because it's less new content, but I forgot how funny this was. And everyone on stage, I, I guess they haven't seen this yet, They're, which blows my mind because this was months ago. They look so surprised. And it's just really the music they play when Faraday enters, like she's the Disney princess entering the room, which she is. I mean, she's gorgeous, but it's so funny. Oh, man. And as I, I mentioned earlier, like the, the, her up. as I like, like I said, the, the best part about this is that Kimbali has no reaction to any of this until the phone number. And that's when she loses her shit. And look, look I mean, I don't know why Usman cares about how this looks. It honestly, like it makes him, I feel like he handled that about as well as he could have if he's really gonna fucking marry this chick and have four kids with her not asking for her phone number would be kind of weird <laughs> but he gets yeah. very defensive about this he just starts screaming and yelling and he feel it seems like he thinks that he's caught or something i am not the one who don't give child <laughs> oh man um <laughs> Kimberly is literally like crying about loving him and Jamal hugs her. I was surprised. Like Usman does get increasingly and increasingly agitated, which is confusing. I honestly like, don't why is think he's so he, mad. I don't, I don't, I honestly don't think he looks that bad in that scene. Like if you think about how wild it is just at a high level, he he he's the first thing he says to this beautiful girl that is open to giving him four kids is by the way, I have a I'm gonna get married to an oldie before you. Is that cool? Like he really doesn't <laughs> bury he really doesn't bury the lead. Like he's very upfront with her. Um, he is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about how he's like, yeah, so there's this other lady I'm gonna marry her. That cool with you? She's like, uh, uh no. surely not. That's well, what, those are the words. Surely well, you know, not. Let me get your phone number anyway, because <laughs> you're pretty hot. <laughs> she gives it to him, which I thought was great. Yeah. Uh, that's that's pretty much it. I don't know. Anything other Kimberly Usman related? No, no. Then we go back to Ed and Liz arguing and forgiveness and drowning on my head. And um, we then, have a green he, room lunch you know, segment. This is when they go to eat lunch, which it's so funny, like. Sean Robinson's like, do you guys want a break? Yes. They're starving. Thank God. Because they they get there at 745 in the morning. So they can't they, drink or eat a snack all day. I would lose it. Yeah. Uh, Jenny and Ed get into it. 
Um, no, Liz is wearing the fake engagement ring because she feels yeah. naked without her ring on. All right. And uh, Ed says that she doesn't have forgiveness. And the fact that he said he's sorry means that Liz should automatically forgive him. What's the problem? And this is the stupid prove it was me thing. Oh, well, I just said, <laughs> I just sent Rose a happy mother's. What it was, I sent her a happy mother's day text. And so it's just saying happy mother's day. Uh, you were active on this Asian dating website two hours ago. I was not. Wait, wait no, I, hey, no, I don't even it, have that. It. I don't even have that app on my desktop. What does that mean? <laughs> How old are you? What's I didn't even know. Like, can you put uh, apps like that on your desktop? <laughs> That's what my fucking dad would have said. <laughs> like, what like you... I, I don't even it, know how it, to do that. Kim, if it's not on my desktop, it's not installed. Okay, <laughs> D- didn't you know that? <laughs> I was like, what are we even talking about, dude? I mean, technically, uh, I, I suppose technically, if you use a Mac, you can have an app on your desktop, I suppose. Yeah. But he doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. It's so funny. No. This is the most boomer, like, fake excuse ever created. But the app was on my desktop, so it wasn't me. Uh, and, and the fact that he admits to having a profile, but he claims this isn't him. I, I, so you know, I created... Saying- I created it a year and a half ago, but it's not me. Yes. He's basically trying to say, I think that somebody hacked his account. This his is like, uh, is probably one, two, three, four. So that's a distinct possibility. No, this but. is big. Ed has a huge cock is his password for sure. <laughs> this is like Chandra from love without borders style right here. <laughs> you know, I, I created it. But it wasn't me. I mean, I, I mean, I mean, look, I log into it, but not not for like a month. I mean, it was me, but that that's not me in the video. I mean, it was me, but like I didn't. It didn't we, go we, in. We it didn't we go were, in. We were broken up, and I mean, I didn't. I mean, yeah, I got together with. I didn't put it in. <laughs> it didn't go in. It didn't go. In. I Chandra and Naeem are such a gift. If you guys are not watching Love Without Borders, it is so fucking hilarious and we're covering it on B-Sides. Okay. Um, All right, what Jesus, else what's happens next? in this uh, lunch break? Oh, this is Jenny does have a funny exchange with Ed where basically Jenny makes an offhand comment of, I just don't understand your relationship. Like, what even is this? And Ed's like, well, your relationship is weird, too. Your relationship is weird. And Jenny has some really funny comments here because this is, I think this is when she says, where did they find this guy? And Ed says, India. And Jenny says, they wouldn't give you a visa. They wouldn't let you in the country. And I thought that was funny. For sure true. Yeah, sorry, we're not like a typical sex tourist destination, so I don't think they yeah. let you in. Ugh. Um, I mean, more Ed talking about the. Yeah, we kind of. That's that's pretty much it for yeah. lunch. Yeah, let's go to let's go to Bilal. Um, Andre and Bilal start by joking about their sperm counts, uh, which is great. Uh, that conversation Ugh. really should have been longer. Um, and. Like, I don't understand why this is being framed as a turnaround in Bilal's behavior. They've raw-dogged 
twice, two times. Maybe three times, Kyle. Maybe three times. And then they went to a fucking herbalist. Okay? God damn. Yeah. I'm excited to try anything. Maybe have sex. Maybe try that. (laughs) That's typically a pre- Like, it's imperative. Banged twice, and you're already going to an herbalist and talking about edging and blood toxins. God. Yep. 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 Uh, this was... He needs a prostate supplement because he's not beating off. Okay, sure. Great. Again, that makes just sense. Just have sex. Like, you could just have sex. It, Track your ovulation. Very simple stuff. I don't, I don't know what edging does to fertility chances. And the reason I don't Andre. know... The reason I don't know is because this is something that has no basis in in science. That doesn't mean that it's not true, but we just don't know because this is not something that someone decided one day to actually study. Apparently, I looked around this. This is there's no consensus about this. So I'm I'm not saying it's not true, but I just fucking hate (laughs) I'm just, I just, what drives me crazy is that dudes like this fucking herbalist will look someone in the eye and tell them shit like this and as if it's true when they have no fucking idea. None. The idea of Bilal edging is funny enough to where, you know, I'm not, I'm not that mad at the guy, but (laughs) he doesn't need edging, Kyle. He goes all night all night straight hours of thrusting this guy why do you need edging when you're thrusting for eight straight hours you don't need it this is only for when you want to come soon and then you hold back he doesn't even have to hold back he's got super sperm lots of it it's a fire hose and it goes forever I lost respect for Jovi pretending to not know what edging is. And I <laughs> and and I gained respect for Andre for piping up right away. And he's like, it is processed to make intercourse. Like he like just already to, he's ready to talk about edging. He doesn't give a shit. <laughs> when you do puzzle and then you edge, it make process of intercourse longer. It's great. I stuff. do I, puzzle sex edging all of 2020. <laughs> um, Bilal, I mean, have you tried cleaning pool without shirts? Hello, lovely listeners. If you want to listen to Kyle and I talk about the absurdity of the 90 day franchise of shows and occasionally other reality TV for even more hours every week, sign up for our premium podcast feed either via Patreon or with our 30 second sign up on Supercast. It's only five bucks a month. It's extremely easy to sign up for and add to the podcast app of your choice. And here's what you'll get an extended version of this podcast weekly, usually almost two hours long, depending on the show and our b-sides episode which drops on wednesday also two hours long where we discuss more 90-day gossip any other 90-day shows that are currently airing and sometimes other reality tv like for example right now we're covering love without borders you also get full access to our complete archived podcast catalog so what are you waiting for 
You should treat yourself in the new year. Visit realitycraycray.com to sign up now. That's realitycraycray.com. So All right, now we get it, this last scene that is, uh, we got to pivot back to Angela because we have a quota. It's in her contract. She must be screaming at least once per episode. Um, and so. What's she screaming about? I can't even remember. I don't. I like okay for one they they try Sean tries to light the fuse here by calling on <laughs> is, Jovi is that, to out his great? Instagram and oh, yeah, yeah. Instagram and then and it, Jovi's like I concluded it was fake end of story <laughs> I don't it's so dumb and then there's just this odd pivot that happens and I don't really understand how it happened but Angela starts getting really mad at, of all people, my gal, for Michael and, and Usman being in the same hotel as if that's his choice. And then, um, I don't know. It's, it's, is that right? Uh, what? What? Usman, is it also raining where you are? What a coincidence. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Uh, yeah, this is, makes no sense. Angela's like, yeah. you liar. I'm like, how is he lying? This is clearly production that chose the filming location. But at one the thing Colossus. that's hilarious. One thing that is hilarious is that Michael does lie to her because he's like, he's, you know, it's we're just in a studio. We're not in the same hotel. And then cut to like two seconds later, Michael just walks down the hall. It's in husband's <laughs> room. So he totally was lying to him. And I also like that Michael knows exactly where Usman's room is. Like I didn't I know. even know where to go. <laughs> they were hanging out before. I think I they're like friends. I he know. just pretends to hate him. That's so, so funny. funny. And then he oh, walks in the room God. and then Usman tells him to fuck off. <laughs> like that's the end of the episode. Done. I know. So good. Uh, well, I guess that's, I guess that's, uh, part three, no limits tell all. No limits. It felt like there were a lot of limits. I have to say, I did not feel, uh, I did not feel unlimited, you know, after watching this. I didn't either. Disappointed. Yeah. Um, but But we got one more week and then, and then, uh, we're back to joy. Yep. Yeah. Joy, joy, joy. I cannot wait for Toe. I've never been so excited for... We're always excited for a new season because the first two or three episodes are just everything's new and exciting. You don't hate anybody yet. It's really funny. And then, you know, but I've never been quite this excited for a new season. Um, But in the meantime, you know, if you are looking for some really ridiculous and fun stuff we are covering on our b-sides episode with our patreon or supercast which you can go to reality um sign up for supercast it literally takes 30 seconds it connects automatically to whatever podcast app you want it to uh it's five bucks a month and yeah what are we covering we're covering love without borders milf Hilarious. manor milf manor starting this <laughs> <laughs> David and Annie. Um, and then whatever yeah, other else. Discovery Plus spinoff comes out next. Yeah. We did 90 Day UK. We did um Single Life. Single uh, Life. Always. Caribbean Love. Oh, so good. Yeah. 
all those shows are better than whatever the headlining show is. Oh, so. oh yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Kim, it was summer when HGA started. Um, <laughs> I just can't. All the seasons have passed. Uh, yeah. yeah. Great stuff. Yeah. Well, we'll be back next week for part four. I can't should promise we, how much we're going to have to say. <laughs> should we just, should we have a, like a drunk podcast for part four? <laughs> yeah, it might be best. Yeah. It might be best. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, thank thank, you, thank thanks you for our, listening. Yeah, thanks for listening. And, and thank you to our sponsors, too. Yes, we have some great new sponsors. Check them out. You can find all of those links in the show notes. All right. Bye, guys. 